Hello and a very warm welcome back to the BYUM podcast. My name is Bernard Karras and today I'm going to talk about practicing. While that might be a bit unusual in the BYUM podcast, which is so often about selling yourself, marketing yourself, about your brand, about your love mark and things like that. But working so much with musicians, I thought it is time to speak about something which you do every single day, mostly. Well, you should take one day a week off. For the people who have done time management with me, they know why. But before I get into that, I would like to talk a bit about the new app. Here you're listening to the BYM podcast. Here you will find our courses. And there are already two courses online and more are actually coming. To listen to the podcast it's very easy, just register, it doesn't cost you anything and it will never cost you anything. Why you need to register is very simple because so you also have access to the community and you can actually chat with other musicians from around the world. You also get notifications or so if something new happens and something new is up. If you're interested in the courses you can take out our starter package, which is a good way to do some courses and get more involved. And then we have the Penguin Club, which you might have seen. And that is really for the musicians who take their career very, very seriously. They have access to all the material which is coming up on Reverberations. And there will not be only be courses for musicians, but also for other people. And you get access for that. Very simple for a higher monthly fee. You also have the opportunity to get together online with me once a month for a smaller or bigger meeting. And there's more content for you. Plus, on the chat, you can always ask me any questions you have. So that's a bit about the new Revibrations app. But let's go back to practicing and rehearsing. Can you remember when you started your instrument and your teachers told you, saying, oh, you just need to practice more. Don't do that mistake. Why did you do this mistake again? And, 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 and. In practicing and in rehearsing, we normally focus on the things which did not work. The mistakes we made. And we try then eagerly to get rid of these mistakes. To avoid them for the future. We have all our practice tactics to work with it and see ah, how could we do that, how can we shape that so that we never do that mistake again. But let me take a different perspective as you know, as you know me. What if you were to focus on the things that went well instead of the mistakes? What were the best phrases you played? The best couple of bars? Where did your tone come out beautifully today? What made it the best? And how did you or your ensemble actually get there? In your everyday practice, you will have moments which are magical. They are beautiful. You feel one with your instrument and one with the music and it just comes out. These moments are actually significantly more important than the mistakes. Because as a professional, you know how to get rid of the mistakes. You don't need to focus on them. 
but focusing on the beauty and building on that is something which will make your music making even more beautiful. How do we do that? Well, there is a way to think about it when we really play the beautiful phrase. It is not just kind of acknowledging saying, oh yeah, that was beautiful, we need to play it the same way tomorrow. Not quite. Take a moment and think about how you got there. When you practice on your own, how did you actually arrive there? What did you do before? How did you warm up? How was your mental state? Did you have a good coffee beforehand or a good cup of tea? Were you really focused? Did you warm up the right way? And all these things which led up to this wonderful moment of a phrase which was so beautiful that you are happy about it. Often it is like in a labyrinth to actually find the right way to come back to these moments. They are difficult to find. They are not easy. They are not straightforward. It's not saying, oh yeah, I need a cup of espresso, a bit of chocolate, a good night's sleep, and then I can do a really good podcast. That's probably not going the way. There are more things involved and it's kind of identifying them and then picking out the most important ones, the crucial ones, and seeing, okay, I need to make sure of this and that and that. In an ensemble, in a string quartet, for example, to understand that my phrase not only depends on myself, on how well I practice, but also on the state of where the others are. So also with an ensemble, actually taking that step back, thinking about how did we arrive at this massive, beautiful, stunning moment? What did the first violinist do? What did the cellist do? What did the viola do? What did the second violist, uh, violinist do? All that actually helps us to recreate that magical moments and to build the base that these magical moments can happen more and more often. We should remember, and some of you know I sometimes call myself a professional audience member, that people don't listen to us because we didn't make any mistakes. That is actually really boring. Then I could listen to a computer. They don't make any mistakes. They play the score as it is printed. Perhaps not as it was intended by the composers. It is awfully boring. As an audience member, I want to meet you. I want to have these magic moments. I want to see and hear something which is stunning. Therefore, you need to change the habits in your practicing and rehearsing. You need to get away from actually speaking about mistakes. What is really interesting working with ensembles and string quartets, for example, is that a good string quartet will never point out a mistake someone made. They rely on the fact that there are four professionals sitting on stage, so they know that whoever made a mistake heard it themselves, and that they actually would then rectify that mistake the next time. This trust in the professionalism of my colleagues is amazing. It's something which I actually take into the management world, where I speak so often to top managers and leaders and saying, you don't need to fix all the mistakes. Let them happen. People who did the mistakes will know themselves and will rectify them.
And you can even actually take that in your own practice. When you're sitting on a piano, for example, and make a mistake in a piece or so, don't worry about it. Probably the next time you'll play it, it won't happen again. It only will happen again if you actually start worrying about it and say, oh shit, I did this mistake again. So build a habit of the best phrases of the day. Remember them. What were they? How did they sound? How did they, did they make you feel? And then use that thread through the labyrinth I spoke before to actually get back to that the next day. Perhaps sometimes it won't work. Sometimes the thread actually will mislead you and kind of send you in a diversion. Then find a better way back to these magical movements. Beauty wasn't built from avoiding mistakes. Beauty comes from making magical elements a bit more beautiful every day for years and decades and centuries to come. Thanks so much for listening. It was a pleasure to be with you today. I hope you liked the new Reverberations app. Check it out and start telling your musical friends about it. I hope that we build a wonderful community around that app and that it will be a place for exchange and learning for all of us. And if you have any feedback or any thoughts, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Thanks so much. It was such a pleasure listening to you. Speak to you soon. This was the BYM podcast with Bernard Karras.